Welcome to Problematic As Fuck, the show where we take controversial topics and make them conversational. We dare to have the conversations you are too scared to have that challenge the status quo and interrogate the times we are living in. One fucked up comment at a time. I'm B and I'm Fee, and today's problematic opinion is. Um, today, uh, my problematic opinion is about love, marriage, monogamy. I don't believe in all of the above. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe in love. I believe in love. Just, you know, I believe in free love. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically today we'll be discussing if, you know, is marriage an applicable thing for our generation in this day and age? Um, why do we do it? Is it a thing that we st- should still be doing? Are monogamous relationships one, like the kinds of relationships that we should be having? Do they make sense for our generation? And today we have a guest in studio. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. A very, very interesting guest um, who will introduce herself shortly. So yeah, we hope you enjoy the episode. Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, thank you very much for having me on the show. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, my name is Diani. I um, I'm here to talk about the different types of relationships, I suppose, <laughs> <laughs> that exist. And um, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so I think, um, again, in our Instagram, we're going to have all the facts about different kinds of relationships. Um, we'll, as much as we can, try and break them down as we speak, but we're going to keep this as conversational and free-flowing as possible. So if you want the facts, go to our Instagram. What does it be? Our Instagram is problematic underscore A-F-F. That's problematic underscore A-F-F. Great. Let's get into it. Cool. So, yeah, I, I guess, you know, the premise for why I said I don't necessarily believe in marriage is that I just don't get it. Um, <laughs> I don't understand why we do it. I mm-hmm. think I don't I don't necessarily believe in spending, you know, the rest of my life with a particular person because I think the purpose of relationships is to, you know, learn from people, um, learn about yourself. I think relationships are mirrors that show you different parts of yourself and just like any other thing that you learn, there's not one teacher that can show you all of those aspects to yourself. Um, and, and yeah, I think that is, that is the premise and that is the purpose. Um, and I think it should be as natural as possible if you get to a point where you feel like you are no longer discovering yourself, um, then I think the natural progression is to move on to another person who will show you different parts of yourself. Um, and I don't think that, you know, that's possible in a marriage. I mean, it's possible, but like, yeah, no, it's not possible. It's not possible in marriage. <laughs> well, the thing about, I mean, okay, what, what, is, what is the purpose of relationships, Tiani? Okay, obviously, obviously this is, <laughs> that um, is the purpose of marriage or relationships. Because of, yeah. Well, all of this is going to be in my opinion. Yeah, like, of course. Everything we opinion. say is opinions. Right. So, yeah, I think relationships are just about... Um, giving yourself to somebody and trusting them to, you know, treat that in a, in a vulnerable kind of way. Because sometimes, I think sometimes there, there are certain things that we think about or that we go through mm-hmm. or that we experience that you would just love to share with somebody that you mm-hmm. trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And I think that's what relationships are about. And we can talk about friendships, having friends that you can share these things with. And then we can talk about more intimate relationships that you can share more intimate experiences with. And I yeah. think that's the purpose of relationships because sometimes, which I think in today, you know, it's, it's hard to draw the line because people just post anything and <laughs> comment anything mm -hmm. and whatever that they have on their mind. But certain things, in all honesty, just require you to share with somebody close to you. Okay. And that's yeah. what I think relationships are for. So, okay, companionship, intimacy, um, the level of kind of uh, almost trust that is necessary when you have Absolutely. a level of intimacy with someone. Mm. Um, okay, so intimacy, companionship, um, there's a level of like trust that's necessary with those kinds of relationships. Um, and you're saying that you can't kind of trust everyone in that way. As much as, you know, we have the internet and people are starting to show themselves more and reveal themselves more to strangers and a bunch of different people. There are certain things that can only be shared within an intimate, trusted relationship, is what you're saying. Yeah, I definitely think so. Mm. Um, Do you think that experience can be done with more than one person at the same time? Yes. Well, okay. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. that's the, that's the, um, like the complication in this. Mm. It's like, I think traditionally we think that that relationship and that trust and that intimacy and that companionship should be with one person. Um, and you guys are both saying that it can be with a range of different people. So how do you do that? How do you do that in like, how do you fully trust different people with either every part of yourself or different pieces of yourself? How do you not? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just in, in understanding that I think it goes back to understanding what the purpose of it is. So if for me personally, my purpose of relating with people, the way that I relate to people is because I want to learn different things about myself. Right. At the end of the day, like we're all using each other. Sorry. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think because I know that you can learn different things from different people, it makes it easier for me to sort of trust different people with different parts of myself, right? Because at the end of the day, it's like I'm getting something, I am getting something out of mm. it, right? And I think the important thing as well about relationships is just like letting go of your ego, right? Like the only way to be truly vulnerable and share and learn and experience and stuff is is putting all those all those. I don't want to call them toxic things, but all the things that, that, that we romanticize should be in a relationship, like jealousy, like, mm. you know, it's like, if, if you're not jealous, then it means that you don't love me and you don't mm. want me to be, you know, you don't, you don't see me as just your one and only person. I don't think it should be like that. I think if you approach it as a, as a way of just, you know, being it an experience that you just share with multiple people, then I think, you know, I think that's okay. I think that makes sense. So. I think that some people date for mm. the purpose of marriage, which mm. is entirely toxic. Because that's the whole Christian faith. So <laughs> you're saying all of Christianity is in, is toxic. It is, in my opinion. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry because yeah, yeah. the thing is, you you might meet somebody, okay, mm. and then decide I want to take this to the next level. Now we're in an intimate relationship, mm -hmm. and then along the way, you you start saying things to each other like I love you and 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 forever and always and all of those things, mm. and then halfway through you 
discover certain things about yourself as you said relationships mm. are about learning about yeah. yourself you discover certain things and especially when you're like in your 20s it's mm-hmm. such a an important time to learn about yourself mm. and while you're doing that now you've already committed to this thing and you've been told that okay now the next step is marriage mm. yeah do you get what i mean and then it it becomes tricky and that's what i'm saying it becomes toxic because you end up telling yourself lies mm. you're telling each other lies so that you can stick to the commitment mm. so what i'm picking up though is that there are traits within monogamous relationships that are toxic but not that monogamous relationships in and of themselves are negative. No. So things like it's absolutely true that in relationships you can learn about yourself and and I guess that is a part of relationships it's like this like it's almost that that um yeah you're with this person and they've given you the privilege to teach you about yourself mm-hmm. like that's a that's a thing like here I am use me mm. and he, I'll use you back but it's like it's a privilege right to be able to to learn things about your, each other and about yourselves right um but the assumption that you're not going to change your partner's not going to change you guys must be the way you yeah. were How when you, you met when you, you, love, when you fell, fell in love. love like the way I met you when we were this age we we must be that exact same way in 10 years I think that's toxic. Yeah. And that right. and that's the yeah, that, that that assumption that like we're going to stay the same and we should and if we change then this whole thing should change. If that's how you go into a relationship, then of course like if you change, you should not be together because you guys came together because you were a certain way. Does mm. that make sense? Mm. But if you come into a relationship understanding like, hey, I'm not the same and I'm not going to be the same in the next 5 years and if if you want to ride with me, you need to change too mm. because that's the point of life first of all but also understand that if we're both changing you could change into we can like learn about the different ways that we're changing does that make sense i don't know if that makes sense yeah but also if for a monogamous relationship to work long term yeah. mm-hmm. you know aka marriage or whatever mm. it's accepting that the person you're going to change into i will love, love. It's so, the, yeah so yeah. you have there's that assumption right there yeah. is that assumption and that's why I'm saying well, it's toxic the, because okay. why should I? Okay, I mean, sure, I'm sure there are people who can make that commitment mm. yeah, and yeah. can say, I don't care who you're going to turn into. That's a good I'm point. I yeah. trust that you're going to turn into somebody that I can continue loving forever. Mm. But yeah. the true and honest thing, I think the, the, most, the, most, the more loving thing, excuse mm. me, the more loving thing could be to say that I don't know who you're going to become. Mm. I don't know who I'm going to become. But let's take this one day at a time mm. to be true and, to ourselves yeah. and to each other. And if we don't align anymore, then let's be open to walk away to to something else. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. So what is that something else? So so you come into a relationship with someone, yeah. <laughs> and you align, and you're learning about each other or about yourself. Sorry. Yeah. Um. And it feels good. It doesn't feel toxic. Mm. Then mm. you change, and you no longer align. What are the what are the options there? What can happen? You can leave. You can leave. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave. You can maybe try transform your situation or entanglement into being something different, like life, like opening it up, perhaps. Mm-hmm. You mm. can, um, and I don't know. I don't have experience with like opening things up per se, but it's definitely something that I'd like to engage in. Okay, so an open relationship. Yeah. Okay. Also, yes, there is definitions. Um, because I recently learned the other day that an open relationship is not necessarily the same thing as polyamory. Exactly. Mm. Um, so an open relationship is 
what? So an open relationship. Okay. As in you have a primary yeah. person and yeah. you are allowed to see other people. So I think an open okay. relationship is a, a context where there are two primary lovers mm-hmm. who can meet with other people in a sexual way. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily in a more intimate way than that. Intimate as an emotional. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. That's and a that, good. That's uh, where. Yeah. yeah that's, that's where the line separation. is. Okay. Yeah. Whereas okay. polyamory is what is that you might be more intimate emotionally oh, to more than one people. person to more than one person. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the key thing there is always communication, honesty, and trust, and all of those things. Yeah. So I think polyamorous relationships. Well, you know, different people have different kinds of polyamorous relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what I understand it to be is like it's closed in mm. the same way that monogamous relationships are closed, okay. but closed to like a limited number of people. So when you would to add someone to say, okay, you know, primary partner, mm. now there's somebody else that I'm feeling to be in a more intimate relationship with. Mm. Let me introduce you to them so that you know where, you know, my time is. Because relationships are about spending time with each other, mm-hmm. right? So you would explain to them, this is where I'm spending my time, my effort, and this is who I'm getting to know. Mm. And it would be closed in that kind of sense. That's, yeah. that's okay. what I think polyamorous relationships are. Uh, yeah. But both relationships, it's that either, if there's, for example, two primary people in the relationship, either one of those people can introduce someone else or expand and open up into someone else, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So the people that you that in a polyamorous relationship, say you and I in a polyamorous relationship, and we introduce maybe um, fee into the relationship, right? Does that say now that since I've now introduced fee, that you also are now dating fee, or is it not necessarily technically? Yeah. But as I said, the different types of polyamorous relationships, mm-hmm. and sometimes it can be a situation where. I might not want to be in a relationship with Fee okay. because maybe we don't gel. Yeah, for whatever reasons. Yeah. But then you can continue and but I would be aware of it and I okay. would know that you're giving your love the same way you give love to me is the yeah. same way you give love to Fee. And then that's also we're be sister okay. wives. <laughs> okay. It's a term. Is that a thing? Mm. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> so is this something any of you guys would want to engage in? So I have experience in monogamous relationships. Okay. And I have experience in open relationships. Mm-hmm. And I would say that being in an open relationship, you kind of expose yourself to wanting to attach to people okay. in an intimate way and making it into, say, polyamorous type of relationships. Mm. So for me personally, open relationships get tricky in that sense. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Because I think I think in the, I'm an emotional person. I'm an emotional being. Yeah. You know, and it's hard for me to get intimate with somebody. Okay, let me just say it's hard for me to get sexual mm. with somebody without incorporating the intimacy. Yeah. The intimacy, yeah. in, especially if it's going to be on more than one encounter. Yeah. And I suppose if it were just to be a, a one-time encounter, then we're talking about mm. something else. Mm. Mm. So that's how I understood polyamory, actually. Um, from the experience, I haven't been in a polyamorous relationship, but from the people that I know who have been, is that it wasn't necessarily closed. It was that, or maybe that's more of an open relationship definition. Um, but it was that, yeah, you have that open communication with your primary partner, mm-hmm. um, and you can go into relationships with multiple other people, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't have to, I think maybe that's more of an open relationship thing. 
I think so too. Okay. I mean, Never look, mind. we can cut that out. I don't know. I feel like they're similar. Like I'm not seeing mm. the difference between polyamory and an open relationship. Because it's, you know, you're, you have a primary partner and you are asking to bring different people into the relationship. And your partner can either gel with the person or not gel with the person, but that doesn't limit you from being with that particular person. Right? So can we talk about... So, yeah. The entanglement, Will Smith and Jalen's <laughs> entanglement for a second. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I think they were in an open relationship. Okay. Will and Jada. Will and Jada. Okay. They were in an open relationship. Yeah. And then they separated a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's when... Um, well, maybe that's the PR aspect of it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's handling the PR. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. But they could see, technically, other people. Yeah. And I right. think that... Yeah. But then it... Will and... What the heck is that boy's name now? No, August. August. How's <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares about him yeah he released a song did you guys hear it? he released an album and a documentary okay before all of this entanglement stuff and then he released a song after that so On that people could go to watch his documentary yeah. which is great and his whole album with 27 songs guys 27? But yes 27 songs he's been going through a lot of things and then Kanye did a rant and now that was great for the Pinkets. I mean, for the Smiths because it took the attention away yeah, from them. Yeah, well, attention leaves like this on the internet. It's yeah, like people are fickle. But I mean, okay, so we're fickle too. We just have to say that. <laughs> and apologies to the viewers uh, or the listeners that are not so into that. But I mean, that's yeah, thoughts happen. But um, is there a point in trying to define it? I think the mm. point mm. of polyamory and the point of open relationships is that... It's non-monogamous. It's non-monogamous. And it's like, we don't want to necessarily define how we love anymore because love can happen in so many different, different ways. ways. And if you are discovering about yourself, for example, if I um, am in, I'm, I'm choosing to have non-monogamous relationships and I'm discovering about myself an attraction to non-binary people for example and that's yeah that's another term that we have unpacked in our previous episodes like i shouldn't have to define that it should be about communicating with a current partner whether or not they would be comfortable with me exploring that new side of myself right yeah so it's like there's so many different ways to have these relationships like you said tiani and like is it necessary to even define it anymore perhaps not (laughs) So if it's not, then why are we getting married? Like, why you yeah. want to be wifey? Yeah, why you so want to be husby? What is the purpose of marriage? So I googled it. <laughs> <laughs> and it says that it's an ordained uh, union by God uh, between a man and a woman, which is also problematic, right? Because the, the origins of marriage is that it's between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and the primary purpose of this union is intimate companionship, rearing children, and mutual support for both husband and wife to fulfill their life callings. Mm. And there's like, we can break down each one of those things. So intimate companionship, we've said you can have that with multiple people, right? Yeah, check. Rearing children, you can also do that with multiple people. Check. Um, check. <laughs> um, Mutual support for both husband and wife. Like, you can get support from many people. You don't need Mm. just your husband to have support. You don't need just your wife to have support. 
Um, so of course, like if we break down every single biblical in the sense purpose of marriage, it like it doesn't even make sense anymore. But there were some economic reasons for yeah. marriage, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so there's there's other non-financial, I mean non-biblical reasons. Let's see. So yeah, I'd be interested in the non-biblical reasons. Maybe you know, from a financial point of view, can help me get my finances right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean. <laughs> I'm not a tax expert, maybe, <laughs> but I mean there oh, are. Oh yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are. I think like tax implications of marriage. Um, there are. Or I mean, you get like tax two, breaks. I don't know. Or you pay less tax if you're married. I don't know. To, could the tax experts let us know? Yeah, we'll also we'll we'll have the facts. We'll put them in our Instagram. Um, obviously, two salaries are better than one. So even if yeah, two salaries are better than one. There are studies about like. Um, like children in single family households versus children in dual family households mm. um, there's also about things about like I don't know freedom from relentless beauty rituals which is something else that I found what does that even mean? yeah so I mean it, it, it's like not having to do yourself up all the time wow yeah which is a very so, superficial reason for yeah exactly um but yes, okay, so my, okay, a more practical reason is, the, the fact of the matter is that monogamy is a norm. Mm-hmm. And um, whether positive or negative, a lot of us have a sense of jealousy when mm. it comes to relationships. How do you guys manage jealousy and those human emotions when it comes to, um, you know, non-monogamous relationships? Yeah. So, I mean, the reason I wanted, just personally, I wanted to get into a non-monogamous, well, one of the reasons was that I wanted to challenge that aspect of myself, right? To see if it's something that, you know, because on a theoretical level, I can sit here and say, you know, um, you loving somebody outside of me has nothing to do with me. You loving somebody outside of me is you going through your process to figure out things or see parts of yourself that you may not see with me. Um, but it doesn't necessarily take away the love that you have for me, right? On, in a, on a theoretical level, that's how I understand it, is to say jealousy is not only toxic, one, but two, it's like, it's, I guess it's like, why do you feel the need? Nobody belongs to you, mm-hmm. one. Nobody belongs to you. You came into this world alone, and so just understand that the relations that you have with people are, you know, experiences that you can share together and just because a person is sharing those experiences with people outside of you doesn't take away from the experience that you have with that person personally so if i start from where you started to say why did i decide to try a non-monogamous relationship Mm -hmm. i think it's for me it starts at the point where i was in a monogamous relationship Mm -hmm. for a very long time long term and now people might be thinking long term but just add five years to that. It's probably still not long-term enough, you know? Yeah. Like, a really long-term relationship. And I think what happens is that you end up putting so much pressure on your partner mm. to be... All these things. So many things, exactly. Yeah. So many things to you. A confidant, a support system, yeah. you know, all of these things. And if that breaks down, it can be quite um, traumatic, yeah. per se. You know, it, it, it kind of causes um like a a glitch in your mind Mm. so i think that i thought okay how about to think about different aspects of people Mm. in my life to be 
you know, like having them for different purposes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the same way, I think I always make this example, the same way you wouldn't have one friend. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The same way you go to different friends for different things. Exactly. I mean, right. diversify your risk. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm trying to say. You wouldn't do that in business. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do that in business. You would, guys, it's not natural everywhere else in your life. So yeah. why should it be natural in this thank particular you. aspect of your life? Right? Like I know... Um, in my family, they like they you know they genuinely want marriage, etc. Because it's from a spiritual point of view. But for me, it's like if you don't subscribe to Christianity or whatever, then what would be the reason for me wanting to spend forever with a person? If to me, you know, the purpose is different. If to me, a person can't be multiple things to me at mm-hmm. the same time, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I can. So I've I'm, I'm I think I'm the only one who's never been in a. Um, non-monogamous relationship and who hasn't wanted to well I haven't been in a um, consensual non-monogamous relationship (laughs) (laughs) but um, I I think for me the only reason that or a reason a driving reason for being in a non in a monogamous relationship is like I personally don't have the capacity to to love multiple people Mm. um like I think, like not to say that my love is is infinite uh, is finite, mm. but I just don't have the energy. I think it takes <laughs> it takes a lot of energy. Like you said, it's about spending time with people, and like yeah. I don't want to spend time with too many people. Yeah, and yeah. also like to also like to find the right people. Like it takes so much effort in itself to like find someone that works with you. Yeah. Um, as much as we have access to the whole world, we have Tinder. We have so many different ways to meet people. Um, I don't have the energy to do that, and I. Yeah, it just takes too much time to like figure out whether this person is trustworthy. Um, yeah, whether I can share different parts of myself with this person. So for me, it's like it's just an, um, a more comfortable way of, of living is to kind of like spend all your effort finding someone who you can be compatible with and then hope that they it want to continue hope to be. That co- it's a good hope, investment. hope it's a good investment. Yeah, yeah, it's a very risky investment, but it's like. You hope that it's worthwhile. We're busy saying that you t- you need to diversify your risks, but also <laughs> how much riskier is it really? You mm. know, to have multiple partners because mm. maybe they could all break your heart in the same day. Yeah. For example, yeah. <laughs> that that's definitely more hurtful than one person breaking your heart. Yeah. Um, I think that we we change is the reason why monogamous non monogamous relationships are valid mm. because. I do think that when we become older, they always talk about things slowing down and you want to settle down. Mm. I think that perhaps monogamous relationships do become more valid. Mm. If we were a different age group right now, like maybe if we were in our 30s or our 40s or 50s, we would maybe not be talking about polyamorous relationships because indeed, like, I mean, older people sleep longer. You know, they've got less time to be jolly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, so it might be because I'm younger and I have a lot of energy, you know, and and maybe I'm more seeking of discovering myself. Myself, Yeah, yeah. whereas when you're older, you know who you are. Well, at least that's the assumption. You'd assume, yeah. Yeah, at least that's the assumption, yeah. Yeah. But you know, yeah. I mean, like, if 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 the listeners do more research for themselves, and like, we'll help out with some resources. But like, everything you read about polyamorous relationships is 
quite positive. There are some downfalls, but there's a lot of really positive things. And you'd be surprised how many people are in polyamorous relationships. I think what I'm taking away from this personally is that there's a lot that you can learn about communication first, like as yep. a basis, yeah. about communication and how to apply that and exactly mm. and expectations and and things like that that you can learn that. Uh, you know that's just the basic of way of operating in a polyamorous relationship and that's those things you can learn and apply to monogamous relationships if that's the kind of structure that you choose mm. but i think that if we just continue to um be in relationships that we saw or be in relationships because it's normal or because it's traditional um and communicate in ways because it's normal and because it's traditional it's it's gonna have those toxic traits yeah. and we're not gonna yeah it, we're not gonna be able to respond to each other in in the ways that the world is moving. Yeah. So, yeah, guys, let us know. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we don't have the answers again. No. <laughs> no, and it's not to say one is right or the other. Oh, one is wrong, of yeah. Course, of course. I think it's just important for you to do what works for you and for mm-hmm. you to communicate with whoever that you are. You, I mean, whoever that you're with, you know, the, the particular structure that you want. Um, and that feels the most natural to you. And most importantly, to not look down on any of these structures. Just because, you know, I don't believe in marriage or I don't believe in monogamy um, doesn't mean that marriage and monogamy are wrong. It just means that they are ways of living that I personally just don't relate to. Mm-hmm. So, Relationships are a spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Diani, for joining us in studio. Um, Guys, let us know what you guys think of this episode. Please like, comment, subscribe. Um, You can find our podcast on Google Podcasts, um, on Anchor, on Spotify. Um, All of those places is Problematic F. And also you can let us know your comments. Uh, You can email us on afproblematic at gmail.com and follow us on instagram on problematic underscore aff thanks for listening thank you so much for having me thank you for coming bye also we value your opinions on topics so follow us on our social media channels to share your comments get more information about topics and get updates about our next episode thank you for listening to problematic as fuck